0: Welcome to Leadership Backstage, a series of unique conversations with leaders about their role today and tomorrow. Hi, my name is Tricia Schröder-Huwenwald. I am an executive coach, an organizational consultant, and the owner of DSH International HR. Another podcast about leadership, seriously? Yes, but somehow different. Over the years, I have been involved in lots of discussions about leadership. What it is, what it is not, what it will be, what it should be and so on. But from my perspective, far too little open discussions have taken place with leaders about this subject. This is what I want to change here. I want to give leaders a voice, listen to what they say and see what we can all learn from each other. And also, I have worked with many great leaders in the confidential space of our coaching sessions. But this time, it's not a conversation behind closed doors. The leaders here have accepted to share their thoughts openly. And I hope you will enjoy this backstage view on leadership. Vanessa nice to see you in this podcast and the the audience will not see you but I have the pleasure to have you to have you in front of me and uh, yeah thank you so much for taking the time to to talk to me and to have this conversation about leadership
1: thank Um, you very much for the invitation really appreciate it
0: Melissa, we had the pleasure to work um, together some years ago and uh, we've been in contact since then every now and again. And uh, the the reason why I wanted to talk to you is because you've been through different uh, leadership roles and you're very young. And I was like, wow, what you've done already and what you have um, reached and the scope of your activities is so fascinating. Uh, I, I thought that's, that's a perfect topic for, for this leadership podcast. And, but uh, let's start with now and uh, where, where you are now, the activity, the, the job and the company. And, and then from there, we'll see where we go.
1: So first of all, thank you very much, Tricia, for the invitation. And uh, I'm currently in Munich uh, because I changed my position. Now I'm working for ZF Mobility Solutions. It's a small startup um, of ZF, 100% daughter. And ZF Mobility Solutions is founded for a vision to provide clean, efficient, comfortable, and affordable mobility. And we want to achieve this with the implementation of market-leading le- autonomous transport systems. So something completely different now in Munich.
0: Yes, yes. You were you were more in the headquarters uh, when when we met um, uh, before, and uh, it's a completely different experience. When did you start here in your new position?
1: Uh, I've just started in November, so now I've been working in this new position for only four months.
0: Where were you before? So tell, let's go back to where you started in the company. So.
1: so I've started as an intern within the trainee program and I was responsible for the hiring and all the assessment centers. And afterwards, I started within HR top management and um, HR strategy. So I had a very intense time there because um, I was actually very lucky because Um, the big merger happened, Um, ZF and TRW, they merged. And this was one of the biggest merger um, after Daimler Chrysler. And I developed um, a lot of skills I never thought I have. Um, We traveled a lot and we did a new incentive scheme for both companies. We did a new um, performance evaluation. So a very high learning curve. And after this intense time, uh, I got the chance to take over the responsibility for my own department. So I was responsible responsible for the training program, talent relation and diversity management worldwide. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I was only 28 years old and it was quite a big team. And uh, so there were my first leadership experiences. And after that time, oh wait um, wait
0: wait i'd love to know you were intern then you you went from intern directly to the board and working on on international uh, projects very strategic then in a leadership position at 28 it's like what a speed what was it what was the the the, the key element that made you move i don't know what did you see in you, what did they see in you that enabled you to make such huge steps in your professional development?
1: That's very good questions. So I think first of all, um, I can be very concentrated and ambitious when I'm passionate about something. And HR topics, they drive me so much. So for example, There was the time where I was completely into recruiting, new tools, new tools for assessment center, developing the people. Um, And I really liked this and I became very passionate. And I think um, the leaders and the mentors by my side, they always liked this passion in me and this, they always said I'm quite, um, I have a lot of empathy and I'm a team player. So this is why they always Gave me new chances new challenges and i think this is one of the reasons
0: yeah yeah very nice and um you had the chance to um to lead to lead the first team at the age of 28 and i had the pleasure to meet to meet your team and to work with you and your team uh for for a certain period of time what was the first learning? So when you come from um, an assistant job into a first leadership position, that's a big jump. What, what, what was the first thing that you had to learn?
1: The first thing I had to learn was that I need to communicate a lot, that I need to talk to them um, a lot that I really have the responsibility now to develop them. And that's not my job anymore to take a deep dive into the topic and to fully understand the assessment center, for example, I was responsible um, for. It was more like enabling the people that they have the right infrastructure, that they are on the right position. And this was why we asked you to, to help us and to coach us. Um, that we have a different perspective on the topics, that I'm not into the topics but more responsible for the whole team then. So this was um, the first challenge I need I, I faced. and this was, I guess all about communication that I asked them, what do you need from me? And there it became clear.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's about letting, letting go and and, and trusting the team absolutely yeah and what about your passion where did you put your passion then if you didn't put your passion in in the topic itself because you had experts in your team to do that where
1: did your passion go my passion went to putting the right people to the right place so i really think that everyone has great skills And they just need to be in the right position to perform as they want to. Because I think there are no wrong people. There's only wrong people on the wrong position. And um, to get to know what they really are able to do. And within their first month and after your coaching, I learned that trust to trust in the people and to give them the responsibility is such a strong tool. Um, yeah, You were not
0: not only in charge of the team, you were also in a very exposed uh, position. All the topic of diversity that became more and more important in your organization. So there was a, also a political element in, in what you were doing so how did you deal with that you, you were probably one of the youngest among those guys old some of them <laughs> maybe not all those as young as you were but lots of the, it's a very masculine av- environment how did you deal with them in your in
1: your position yeah that's a very good topic so first of all I felt Quite under pressure because I had board meetings and I was the youngest, as you just mentioned. And um, I just—I guess that I've convinced them with performance, with coming up with a good ideas, um, a vision, a mission, and um, really delivering what I've been asked to. So really, um, yeah, deliver results. I I would suggest and. Uh, work as a team player so of course um, I as a former assistant to one um, of the managers I was very good in in powerpoints and the skill was lacking completely in our leadership team so I took on um, different tasks they were not able to do without me so I guess that I had different different aspects, and it was not only about the PowerPoint, it was like, okay, I was a fresher from university, so I had a completely different mindset, and bringing a completely different mindset to a team made led us to super exciting and interesting discussions. So I think it's always when you bring a different perspective in the team, it's not the most comfortable way, but the results are better in the end. They're more innovative, creative, and lead to better business results.
0: Mm -hmm. They they listened to you and you were confident enough to bring your
1: point. Yes, basically because um, I knew that uh, I have the right skills and a good education and I know the topics. So it made me confident yes yes the way it should be
0: what else have you explored in your leadership role what else have you um, learned over the years
1: so I think the first thing um, is um, empathy that uh, you would take on the pullover of someone and think how he or she is feeling about something so, to give you an example, sometimes I was annoyed when different people were not on time, and I had a lot lot of mums um, um, who were working half time. So I always went quite quite annoyed into the meeting when they were not there and um, but then, with the time, I found out that they were late uh, because of kindergarten issues and things. So, I postponed the meetings to 10 and not 8 in the morning just because I had an understanding about them. And this made it so, or made it much more, much more easy. And um, yeah, so empathy, I think. The other thing I've already re- mentioned is trust. So when you trust them and when you gave them the responsibility, they want to achieve the best results and they feel so empowered. And uh, when you always like control everything and when they know, okay, you will check in the evening anyway, they will not put so much effort on it. So this was, was the other, other thing. And um, as you've mentioned, um, I really enjoy the freedom of, of choosing different jobs and trying out different things. I believe in cross moves and cross changes. So I always want to empower someone in the team to take on a new challenge, to give them the the new chance to to go forward and not, not stay within one job as long as possible as it was maybe in, in further times because I love pushing my comfort zone and I love learning. So this is why I've always change jobs and things as much as possible because then the learning curve is so high again and after like two or three years you've do you've done something you get like blind you are not creative and innovative anymore you need a new input and so I really believe in those changes
0: Mm. and you have moved from a very successful leadership position I know uh, from your experience and uh, working with you what great projects you had, what you moved in this organization that was not even in their mind before you arrived. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then uh, really brought some topics of diversity, of talent management, of young, um, young mindset into a very relatively traditional company. And then after a few years, you leave and you go to Munich to mm-hmm. start up.
1: So what is the reason why you left? Um, so there was a very sad eye, crying eye, to leave this, this team. Um, but the new startup um, really got my attention. Um, and there were um, multiple factors why. So first of all, it was the product. So I love mobility. I worked as a flight attendant during my studies. I love to travel, to move, um, to be on the street. And I would love to do it sustainable. Um, As you know, I'm a yoga teacher. So I'm very much into sustainability. And I think our product is the best way to make urban mobility um, sustainable and to have greener cities again. And I love this vision and this vision absolutely drives me. Another aspect um, why I moved the job I liked so much was the team. So I knew the ones who will be in the startup and um, they were, they're very creative, innovative, um, our managing director is a great leader. And um, so it was again, the, um, the people. And
0: uh, I'm here again, the people and the purpose.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And here again, you moving to to Munich and moving to a startup um, because of that, because of the purpose that you see in the company and because of the, the people you want to work with. And I think that, um, yeah, I see it because I'm a, another generation than you. I see it also very, very strongly in the new generation that the freedom to to, to, to follow your calling and follow people follow purpose and, and to do something that is uh, that may that is meaningful for you you talked about yoga tell tell me more your yoga teacher you're brilliant teacher <laughs> I've, you. I've been to one of your classes <laughs> i love that how did you combine yoga and leadership how does it work
1: <laughs> yoga and corporate yeah well, that's well. a good question so first of all everybody thinks so yoga and leadership and, and yoga making a career, how does that fit? And in the end, it fits so super well because after a very stressful day or during very stressful meetings, you can always find your breath again, relax your mind a little bit, and I think it makes you mentally so strong to control your breath, to control your emotions, your body, and you learn all this in yoga that you can do this in business life as well. So when you think, okay, now I'm feeling not comfortable anymore and I really need to to fully concentrate, um, you can manage. And I think this is something I learned in yoga. And there are so many, many more things like um, what is in Namaste, for example. So Namaste means I honor the place in you because you are brilliant actually, and I'm as well. So I'm okay, you are okay, we're both okay. And there are so many conflicts um, during business life, I guess, in, in meetings and in teams. And when you have this approach of being both are okay, it makes conflict so much easier. Just this approach and this minute of silent review, thinking about this and when a, you get angry on a colleague, um, you just reflect on what yoga teaches you, and uh, it helps a lot. Yeah. So I can only encourage to really try it out.
0: Yes, yes, I do. I do agree a lot. And yoga is uh, teaching you, what other also spiritual teacher, um, yeah, to see the world from a dip- different perspective. And this is what you, what you see. Namaste. I recognize this in the way. The way i i see the world and the way i i coach and work with uh, with clients
1: super nice and for example you do headstand not because of doing headstand but because of switching perspectives as you just said so when your blood comes into your head you get more creative more innovative and you think about new ideas and this is what headstand for example is about so it's not only the body asana Um, but more about mental things and you can absolutely take this um, into your career because you are not only yogini um, on the mat but you are a whole person in everyday life and you take it with you
0: Mm. oh that's gorgeous that's gorgeous have you been able to teach that also in the corporate world or do you separate it you, you take the learning, but you leave the practice outside.
1: Yeah. I love that question because um, I really tried it out. Um, I gave yoga lessons um, in corporate. And uh, I really enjoyed it because we did it during lunchtime. And then was a point I thought, okay, I need to quit this job. Because on the yoga mat... Um, it is very physical and uh, you become very close to the people. And afterwards, half an hour later, you sit with them in a meeting and you really need to fight for a topic and maybe you have a different opinion. And it did not work because um, I was the yoga teacher and I was in front. So I think it's very good when you do it as a team and there's an external yoga teacher coming. But not when you are a part of the team and then you are a yoga teacher. This did not work out for me too well, um, because there was kind of, kind of a strange situation in the meeting afterwards. Then, because we were on yoga mat and chanting mantras, and then we had different opinions, and this was not not too well. So I would not you recommend stopped. this. You stopped external. Yeah, I stopped teaching in the company. Yes. Yeah
0: yeah yeah and um if you if you look at your if you look back at your journey and professional journey from um a, a flight uh, attendant to a yoga teacher to intern and assistant and leadership and now your startup experience what what is the common theme between all these topics if there is
1: any I guess um, there are different themes in this. So first um, is uh, I love learning. So learning really motivates and drives me. I'm a super curious person. So after uh, my final degrees, I really wanted to get to know the world. This is why I, I went for the job as a flight attendant. And then, After just a few months, I thought, okay, now I really um, need to challenge my brain again. And I went to university. And so this was always about learning. I would call it theme of learning, um, theme of always challenging myself. So sometimes I really accepted great challenges. So after my exam at the university, I started within ZF and I had several um, opportunities and I took the most challenging one. I really wanted to make it and it pushed me. It pushed my comfort zone so much, um, but I loved it. And another topic is um, moving, the freedom to move. So this... Is as a flight attendant, you love moving, you love the freedom, you're always away, up in the air. And the other thing is that the freedom to choose my jobs, to choose my career. So I really enjoyed the time being corporate, working uh, very close to the board of management. And now something completely different, startup mentality, uh, only six people working for a Vision, Vision. Everything is new. Um, completely different experience actually, but again, concerned, attached to mobility. So I guess that this is my topic.
0: Yeah. What is it that you're learning at the moment? What's the focus of your personal learning at the moment?
1: So my personal learning, actually there's so much learning each and every day it's like it's like crazy um but the biggest one is um how useful um diverse teams are so i always um talked about it read so many studies in my diversity management department but now i experience it um, we are coming from Different study backgrounds, different jobs. Uh, we ha- could not be more diverse actually. And we have so good results, so great results. We are so innovative and creative. And I think because everyone puts so many things to the table, to the discussions. And um, it's not always easy. It's all, always um, easier when you have the same opinion. But the results are amazing. So um, I think this is the, the best learning for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, very nice. And um, is there is there something about about the startup atmosphere? How would you compare it with the atmosphere you had in the corporate? Um, environment in which you were in Friedrichshafen. If you put the two together, the way you work today, the way you used to work,
1: where, where are the main differences? Um, I guess the first main difference is the speed. To give you an example, um, normally hiring um, for an open position from opening till the vacancy is filled is about three to four months uh, in average at ZDF and it took us two uh, weeks uh, for a new vacancy just last month. So speed is something you do not have so many stakeholders. You do not have so many interfaces. Everybody is reporting to our managing director. So speed is something crucial and so, so different in this agile setup. Um, we are super target oriented because um, we are responsible for the targets. In a huge, huge company, there are so many players, opinions and things that you cannot like say, okay, he or she is responsible for this and that target. There's always like a conglomerate of, of departments and people and and we are so much responsible for the result that we are very target oriented. We would never, give one penny for something we are not so super sure that it's uh, worth it. And um, so these are the two main topics, I would say, and responsibility, maybe. Mm-hmm. You, are so, you are very responsible for your decisions because there's like no one else. And um, of course there's the team. But um, when you take a decision, you really need to, to stand, stand there and say, okay. Exciting. Yeah, yes. super exciting. Yes. Really enjoy it.
0: Coming slowly to the end of this conversation, and I have just one, one or two questions to, to finish. One is towards the future. I don't know. Do you have any, any pictures, any vision, anything you still want to explore for yourself or in this role for the future. So not not looking at today, but looking
1: at tomorrow or even further. So I really want to see that the cities become greener because of our vision and mission. So that there's really, we are working so hard for our joint vision and that it becomes reality one day that would be my dream personally i want to encourage young females to take over responsibility in leadership positions and i need to find a format where um i can do that because i always had so many great coaches like you and mentors by my side who challenged and supported me and i want to give something back and want to do the same so Vanessa, in 10 years, she's also encouraging young females.
0: Oh, nice. And uh, anything else that you would like to give them as a message? If they're listening to you now, So, what's, what's the last message you would like to give them?
1: I guess believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and take on your own learning journey enjoy the learning and never give up. So whenever, and of course I had so many challenges and I sometimes thought, okay, I will, I will just squib and do an easy job. Um, but then you get to know that your failures made you even stronger. So you learn so much when you do something And it did not went out as you thought. But the thing is, you need to think about why went it this way. And then you become better and better and better. And making mistakes is always um, very frustrating at first sight. But you learn so much out of it. And you can, like, turn it. You can make it to a strength.
0: Yeah, yeah. And believe in yourself and learn. Exactly. Thank you so much, Vanessa. That was a lovely conversation. Thank you for for that. And uh, I really look forward to seeing you evolve and grow and develop further in in the future. And I'm very happy that I can be on your side uh, for that. So thank you so much for for your trust and for
1: being here. Thank you so much, Lucia, for everything.
0: for listening. That was another edition of Leadership Backstage. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you want to know more about me or have a conversation with me, you can get in touch via dsh-internationalhr.com.